0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've got clouds out this morning, a little breezy, and some fog and mist in areas, 68 degrees at the KVOM studios. A little warmer than it was yesterday at this time, but still a typically cool for this time of the year. Got a little bit longer Blackberry winter this year, I think. Now forecasters have backed off the rain chances a little bit today. We've got a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms till about 1 o'clock this afternoon. Then we'll see some sunshine, a high around 76. Tonight there's a 40% chance of rain and thunderstorms under mostly cloudy skies, our low in the mid-50s. And Thursday, partly sunny with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high of 67. Now we'll have another cool night in store Thursday night, a low of 53. And as we look ahead to the Memorial Day weekend, Friday will be sunny, high of 77. Friday night, clear, a low of 56. Sunny, Saturday, up to 83 degrees. Saturday night's low, 64. Sunday, sunshine and a high of 88, and sunny and 88 on Memorial Day. Those cool nights might be nice for some camping this weekend. Although I won't be joining you as there's still a good chance of Buffalo Nats. Right now, overcast, a little breezy, some fog and mist, and 68 at the KVOM Studios. And let's congratulate our KVOM employee of the day. It's Martha Brigler, who's retiring from Sacred Heart Catholic School. We have no obituary announcements to pass along to you this morning, so we'll get right into our morning news. And as we occasionally remind you when there's been a national tragedy, we here at KVOM always leave coverage of those events up to our top of our ABC newscast. The news that you hear during this segment is strictly local news. Now, we just remind you that so that our listeners will know that we're not tone deaf to the big stories that are happening that shape our world. And, of course, our big local story is our election. Former Moralton City Council member Benny Baker has reclaimed a seat on the council. In Tuesday's primary election, Baker edged Courtney Martin by a margin of 14 votes for the vacant Ward 1 Position 2 seat. Final but unofficial numbers have Baker with 351 votes to Martin's 337 votes. The vote came in the Republican primary, but with no Democratic challenger awaiting in the November general election, the seat will be Baker's. Once final votes were tallied, Baker thanked voters for their support.
1: And this is home and coming home to, to, you know, just to be in the race. Uh, it's it's kind of overwhelming, quite honestly. I just uh, you know, I just want to thank everyone to, uh, on, on both sides. We're all in it together and Moralton, the, the future of Moralton is great. And I'm just happy to be a part of it.
0: A second Moralton City Council race saw an incumbent member lose his seat. Challenger Diane Barnes defeated Councilmember Bruno Holzman for the Democratic nomination for the Ward 2, Position 2 seat. Barnes had 254 votes to Holzman's 90 and will face Republican Isaac Decker in the November general election. In other local races in Conway County, District 2 Justice of the Peace Patrick Hartman got 77% of the vote in a three-person race with challengers Brad Brewer and Sandy Swaffer to keep his seat on the quorum court. Hartman finished with 321 votes to Brewers 72 and Swaffer's 24 votes. With no Democratic challenger to face in November, Hartman has earned re-election to that seat. The race for Plummerville mayor was won by Patsy Johnson, who defeated James Wilson 119-31. Voters in Plummerville also supported a sales tax issue that was on the ballot. Just over 69% of voters were in favor of the sales tax. In the race for Apollo Mayor, Joshua Young defeated Russell Tyndall with a 63-54 to 54 vote margin. Neither Johnson nor Young will face a challenger in the general election. There will be a runoff in the race for Mayor of Menifee. Incumbent Mayor Gary L. Green had the most votes in a four-person race with 42, good for a 39% margin. Challengers Terry Coleman and Candace Baker each finished with 33 votes or 29%. William Bill Smith was eliminated from the race, but Green, Coleman, and Baker all advanced to the runoff if numbers are unchanged during the certification of the election results. A runoff is typically only held between the top two vote-getters, but with Coleman and Baker finishing with the same number of votes, all three advanced to the runoff. Three positions on the Menifee Town Council were contested in the primary election. The position two race was decided by one vote, with Sharice Fleming edging Chris Penn 54-53. The Position 4 race was won by Robert H. Oliver Jr., who defeated former Mayor Lee E. Smith 61-46. to The Position 5 seat was won by Derek Hammond, with 58 votes to Jerome Green's 51 votes. There are no challengers for any of the Menifee positions in the November general election. In the Republican race for State Senate District 25, Conway County voters favored Breanne Davis, with 61% of the county's votes cast for the current state senator from Russellville over Russellville Councilman Rick Harrell. Senator Davis also took the vote in Pope County to win the seat and will not face a Democratic challenger in the general election. 736, we have clouds, it's breezy, some fog and mist, 68 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 76 today with a 60 percent chance of rain. We'll check more election results as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 7.38. We have some clouds. It's breezy, 68 degrees with some fog and mist. Let's continue our look at Tuesday's primary results. In statewide or regional races, Senator John Bozeman won the Republican nomination for his U.S. Senate seat, while Natalie James won the Democratic nomination. Congressman French Hill defeated Conrad Reynolds, For the Republican nomination for his U.S. Congress District 2 seat, Lieutenant Governor Tim Griffin won the Republican nomination for attorney general over Leon Jones. The race for Arkansas governor in November will be between Chris Jones and Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Jones beat four other candidates for the Democratic nomination, while Sanders overwhelmingly took the Republican nomination over Francis Doc Washburn. That makes the gubernatorial race this November a historic one in Arkansas between an African American and a woman. Attorney General Leslie Rutledge emerged in a six-person race for the Republican nomination for lieutenant governor, defeating Senator Jason Rapert of Conway, among others. Incumbent Secretary of State John Thurston secured the GOP nomination for that seat, defeating challenger Eddie Joe Williams. State Representative Mark Lowry won the Republican nomination for state treasurer over Senator Matthew Pitch. We should get local results from Perry County a little bit later on today. Keep it on KVOM and we'll pass those along once we get them. All results are unofficial until they're certified by the county's election commission. The Conway County Election Commission is set to meet Thursday, May 31st, to review provisional ballots if necessary, and will meet Friday, June 3rd, to certify the election. Officials with the Museum of Automobiles on Pettyjean Mountain are gearing up for the 64th annual Pettyjean Car Show and Swap Meet. The event, which is co-hosted by the Mid-America Old Time Auto Association, will take place June 15th through 18th on the tree-shaded grounds of the museum. Museum director Alan Holzman spoke to the Morrilton Rotary Club Tuesday and said organizers are expecting the event to draw a big crowd to the mountain. We expect a good turnout. Uh, we had a good turnout last year. Of course, we missed 20, and 21, you know, people were ready to get out, and it, it turned out really good. We expect a bigger and better one this year. The swap meet will be open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily and will feature 900 antique auto-related swap meet spaces, 60 arts and crafts flea market spaces, and 275 collectible car corral spaces, along with 80 RV parking spaces. The Antique Car Show and an Open Car Show will both be held Saturday, June 18th. For more information about this year's event, visit museumofautos.com, call 501-727-5427, or email info at motaa.com. Arkansas PBS and the Arkansas Department of Education have collaborated to create Season 2 of Rise and Shine, an extensive educational program designed to boost summer learning and help K-5 students retain academic learning targets. The six-week program, featuring lessons led by Arkansas teachers to reinforce learning in key subjects including literacy, math, science, and social studies, will air on Arkansas PBS weekdays beginning Tuesday, July 5th from 8.30 to 11.30 a.m. Rise and Shine Season 2 will consist of more than 90 hours of high-quality programming, much of it locally produced, and resources available at no cost to families. The over-the-air broadcast of Rise and Shine will help fill the void for students who do not have Internet access outside of school. In addition to broadcast, the programming will be available on demand through streaming devices, the Engage Arkansas PBS app, and on the Arkansas PBS website. Now 7.42, let's check markets. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton.
2: On Wall Street, equity markets finished lower after a profit warning from Snap, the parent company of Snapchat, weighed on the technology sector. The tech-heavy Nasdaq added to its year-to-date underperformance, which has been largely triggered by the shift in Fed policy to fight inflation. International markets were also lower, with the focus on China. While more policy support measures were announced to support the economy, growth forecasts continued to be lowered as a result of the ongoing lockdowns. Helped by the cautious sentiment in equity markets, Treasury yields declined and bonds rose, while oil was little changed for the day at $111. The Dow closed at 31,928, up 48 points. NASDAQ closed at 11,264, down 270 points. Volume was heavy as one billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up $0.42 at $21.16. Bank of America was down $0.22 at at $35.65. Deering Company was up $1.67 at $337.03. Energy Corporation was up $2.36 at $119.16. Under Armour was down $0.47 at $8.21. Simmons Bank was down $0.17 at $24.96. Regions Financial was down $0.29 cents at $20.43. $20. Southwestern Energy was down $0.04 cents at $7.64. Tyson and Foods was up $1.41 at $88.75. Walmart was up $1.53 at $124.13. Live Ramp was down $2 at $23.01. Interpublic Group was down $1.54 at $29.67. NextEra Energy was up $2.12 at $74.67. Natural gas was up $0.10 at $8.85. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up $18.30 at $1,866.10. Silver was up $0.39 at $22.11. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton.
0: Taking a look at our community calendar, the Atkins School Board meets in a called session at 5 o'clock tonight in the district's multipurpose board building. The CHI St. Vincent Moralton Auxiliary is holding a drawing for a Memorial Day gift basket, valued at over $400 tomorrow. Tickets are $1 each or $6 for $5, available at the hospital front desk or gift shop, from any auxiliary member or by calling 501-977-2454. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon cutting for the Haines Outdoor Power Showroom next to Haynes Home Center in Moralton, Thursday morning at 11. The Moralton Planning and Zoning Commission will meet Thursday night at 5.30 in the City Council Meeting Room at Moralton City Hall. The Wonderview School Board will meet Thursday night at 6 in the boardroom. The Moralton Knights of Columbus Fourth Degree Assembly meets Thursday night at 6 at the Hall on North Cedar Street. And the Morleton Area Chamber of Commerce is holding a ribbon cutting for the Pizza Factory at Point Remove Brewing Company, Friday morning at 11. Well, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's Newswatch on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 746, on our close-up segment this morning, we'll visit with Bobby Rose for the upcoming Birdtown Community Park Car Show. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, Films, News Watcher of Sports, I'm Eric Tyler.
1: Several area student-athletes have earned All-State honors for the 2022 high school baseball and softball season. Those earning All-State in baseball include Luke Carter and Casey Jones from Marlton High School, Wesley Honeycutt from Nemo Vista, Sam Reynolds from Wonderview, Tate Jones from Perryville, and Hunter Alexander from Bigelow. Among the All-State softball players are Cheyenne Kemp and Lakin Lawrence from Marlton High School. Halen Holzman from Sacred Heart, Lydia Polk from Wonderview, and Fallon Lancaster, and Jenna Starks from Bigelow. A night after a dramatic walk-off win, the St. Louis Cardinals were blasted by the Blue Jays 8-1 Tuesday night. Cards are off today before starting a four-game series against Milwaukee at Bush Stadium on Thursday. The Arkansas Travelers' series opener against the Amarillo Sod Poodles was rained out last night. It will be made up as part of a doubleheader on Thursday. The teams will play a single game tonight at first pick at 6.35 p.m. from Dickey Stevens Park. The Arkansas Razorback baseball team is scheduled to play its first game in the Southeastern Conference Tournament in Hoover, Alabama today. The number three seed Razorbacks take on number 11 seed Alabama at approximately 1 o'clock this afternoon. The Crimson Tide beat Georgia 5-3 on Tuesday to advance. Fourth-ranked Arkansas softball team will start playing the NCAA Super Regional in Fayetteville against Texas on Thursday. At Bogle Park, the winner of that best of three series advances to the College World Series in Oklahoma City. Look at weather now on this Wednesday. We've got humidity right now at 100%. Southeast winds at 14 miles per hour. Bare record pressure 29.71 inches. Low temperature this morning, 61 degrees. High yesterday, 71 a year ago today. The low is 65 with a high of 82. We received uh, right at 45 100 inches of rain at KVOM studios over the last 24 hours. It brings our total for the year to 26.62 inches. Sunset this evening is 8:15. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. And forecast calls for 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms today, mainly in the morning, with uh, gradually uh, skies gradually becoming sunny by this afternoon. High near 76 degrees. 40% 40% chance of showers sticking around tonight. Low around 56 and 40% chance tomorrow as well. The high of only 67. And then we'll see more sunshine and warmer temperatures as we approach Memorial Day weekend. Mid-70s with sunny skies on Friday. And then again warming up just a bit as we move through that holiday weekend. Right now, we have got some fog and mist. And 68 degrees in Marlton at 750 on KVOM. Newswatch
0: continues in just a moment. Always in touch. Daddy back. Member FDIC an equal housing lender.
1: It's seven fifty three now in KVOM. We're going on our close up interview this morning by Bobby Rose with the Birdtown Community Park uh, car show coming up, and really it's a lot more than just a car show. Bobby, it's good to have you on with us this morning. Thanks for having me. And uh, of course, this is the second annual car show. At the Birdtown Community Park. It's coming up on June the fourth. And uh, of course, there's been a lot, uh, a lot going on at the park there over the past uh, past few years, really building that thing up. And mm-hmm. kind of talk about uh, talk about the progress of that, and, and well, kind of know, uh, where we are with that.
3: Scott and Lisa Bridgman, uh, of course, they are the owners of the Birdtown Grocery, and uh, I think they've kind of got more involved with it than and a lot of other people, but uh, as far as the uh, all of the construction and everything, Scott pretty much handled all that. But then they have a committee, uh, Birdtown Community Park Committee, uh, several members of that, uh, and they've all really done an outstanding job of getting that place up and, you know, upgraded. Uh, they've got a, a nice uh, ballpark and then a walking trail. And they built a new pavilion. They've got updated restrooms now. So yeah, it, it's really a nice place. Uh, Fifteen minutes north of town, you know, north of Marlton. So um, you know, anybody wants to ever come out there and just, you know, have a Saturday or Sunday get together, it's a perfect place for it.
1: Absolutely. And we're gonna have a big Saturday get together on June the fourth. This uh, this car show and uh, kind of talk about that event. Uh, really a lot more, a lot more going on than just a car show, isn't it? Right.
3: They. Uh, they're actually doing it as a fundraiser also. Um, and part of the proceeds will go to the park um, to continue with the upgrades you know, and making it nicer. But also they they pick a member of the community and uh, part of the funds from the the show will go toward a member of the community that's kind of in need. You know, it might be for medical bills or just whatever the situation. You know, they'll they'll pick somebody that day uh, and it'll you know be a surprise to somebody okay. uh, and, and you know, they've got some people already kind of designated for it but right now uh they don't have it pinpointed down to the exact individual but, sure but uh, you know it's a real good cause uh, and we're just trying to get people you know uh, this is the second annual one last year was a, a pretty good turnout uh, i was actually the recipient last year for the car show Um, this year you know we're hoping to make it bigger and continue to grow it Uh, so everybody that can you know we'd we'd love to have them
1: and Uh, as far as the the car show is that open any any type of vehicle any
3: type of vehicles we've got uh of course classics hot rods motorcycles rat rods four wheel drives you know just just whatever anybody wants to bring out and show uh, we'd we'd love to have them all, and I know in Conway County is a big community for, you know, mm-hmm. antique cars and hot rods, and oh, yeah. so, you know, we'd we'd love to see anybody that that has the time and would like to
1: come out, and, and you know, it's it's for a good cause. Absolutely, and of course, uh, making a lot more going on. Uh, kids activities, live music, and... bounce house for the
3: kids, uh, Cadron Creek Band, uh, Terry Patrick. She's going to be playing live music. Um, she was there last year and always does an excellent job she, she's real good and got a outstanding group of musicians in her band so yep, sure. uh hot dogs uh, barbecue uh fish fish plates um uh, the entry fee is 25 for the cars uh and now if you bring a group of cars with you then it's ten dollars for each extra vehicle okay. uh motorcycles are ten dollars to enter and uh you know, we just love to see a big turnout. You know, I, I'd like to fill that park up with cars.
1: Yep, absolutely. It's uh, at 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Yes, sir. 11 a.m.
3: to 5 p.m. All
1: right, on uh, yeah. again Saturday, June the fourth. So Our
3: yep. uh, grand prize too, Eric. Uh, they're going to have a cash award for the grand prize winner, plus okay. a, a big trophy, and, and then trophies will be given in other classes too. Okay. Uh, People's Choice trophies first, second, third. Motorcycles will be able to get trophies, uh, but uh, the biggest thing I think, you know, uh, is the grand prize that that person's going to get a big trophy plus a cash prize. Yep. So awesome. So, all man. right,
1: so get your get your cars out there.
3: Yep, get your cars out. And we'd yep. love to see everyone.
1: All right, and uh, you know, if, if people need more information, how can they? They can reach that?
3: me at five zero one two one five six zero five eight. Or they can call Scott Bridgman, 501-215-1499.
0: You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.